This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I am feeling stoked about today. I mean, this is the day. You know, I'm the guy doing the thing that dudes do, and I'm here. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. B-I-G! Ah! All right, Dallas Entertainment News. Rapper Cardi B is hoping to trademark the very specific way she says okay, and we're not kidding. Do it. I can't. Try it. It's I can't okay. roll my tongue. Okay. No. <laughs> it's like a parakeet. No. <laughs> Listen to Mark. Listen to Mark do it. Good. I can't See, do it. I can't roll my tongue. I had it in the newsroom earlier, didn't I? No, you didn't. You drove I, everybody out of the newsroom, in fact, yeah. practicing. It's so nice to meet you. Hi. Congratulations, the Cure Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees 2019. Are you as excited as I am? Um, by the sounds of it, no. And now, <laughs> por favor, sin dientes. Our feature presentation. <laughs> a, well done. And B, Robert Smith. Amazing. That was the amazing. Best. Here the best. The most cure moment ever. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Thursday, the 4th of April. A lot of people very much enjoyed uh, uh, Boca, por favor, sin dientes. <laughs> We didn't hear the last part because we were too busy laughing at your Boca, por favor. The first Mm -hmm. part. Yeah. Yeah. Had I heard the last part, I might have tinkled. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I love that Kevin realized when he was going to Spain, I got to get some some basic language down Mm -hmm. for what I'm most likely to need. Right. I'm going to say it it helps some. Mm -hmm. Of course, Uh I didn't learn the language, but Mm -hmm. it helps some. Yes. There were times when I could communicate enough. Yeah. That it worked. Yeah, you need Don Diego El Baño. I mean, that's, there's sure. some things mm-hmm. you definitely need. But I love that the, the, that one was one mm-hmm. that was on your your list of things that you made might, me laugh. Might be likely to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, here's a uh, here's a uh, big question, I guess. Um, Ali, what did you when you were a little girl when you were seven, eight, nine? Mm-hmm. What did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, a hairdresser. For reals? Yeah, I love doing hair. I had um, somebody had given me, it was like a little Farrah Fawcett head, apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was just her head. It was odd. It was just like her head and then a neck. And then it just sat there. And you could brush her hair. You could pretend to shampoo it. It was everything to me. And to- I think it's also because I always had a really short, like, Dorothy Hamill haircut. And I'm like, this is BS. I'm going to work on people <laughs> with long hair. To this day, when Allie goes to get her hair done, it's one of the best days of the month. <gasps> it's crazy. She loves it. It's fantastic. Her dreams were so realistic, though. Right? Yeah. I wanted to be a cowboy. <laughs> it wasn't even a job. Um, why, did you, why do you think you grew out of that, Allie? Why didn't you pursue the path and go to, you know, hairdressing school? Because I got very used to being at my hairdresser and seeing what he and she had to deal with. Ah. Like, listening to people all day. Like, I oh, don't yeah. care about your kid. I don't care about your husband. Oh, he just got a new job. Great. I don't care. And they are are so wonderful at acting like what you're saying matters. They really are. It doesn't. I don't like people. They keep touching my head. I respect it. I really do. (laughs) Thank you. How about you, Jensen? When you were a little kid, what did you want to be? Uh, Baseball player probably would be an easy Like all of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then also, you know, there were the sort of cowboy astronaut, you know, street fighter character. Cowboy astronaut (laughs) street street fighter. fighter. Was that all one? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Different days of the week. Uh, You were a baller. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, you have the realistic ones and then you have ones that just, you know, clearly don't make any sense. Dracula. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to grow up and be Dracula. Dracula. Well, I uh, it's well known. We've talked about it on this show before that I always knew I wanted to be in radio from the time I was you know six seven years old. It was all I ever dreamed about. I was the kid who you know used to do little shows on cassette in the neighborhood and interview the neighbors. And I mean, from the time I was old enough to handle handle a tape recorder, right? 
So now I'm at a crossroads in my life where I'm getting ready to, to leave American radio and go to Britain. Yeah. Right? Sometime before the end of the year, I'm going to be in England without a job. Right. And I'm not confident that I'm going to be able to get a radio job. So I'm in the back of my mind, I'm starting to think for the first time in my life, I got to maybe think about a career change. I may have to do something else. Mm -hmm. Right. And I've really been struggling with this. And I thought about it a lot. You know, I was just there recently. And as I was walking the, you know, walking the lonely streets, I was thinking, what could I do? What could I do? Am I going to put in an application here at the bookstore? What am I going to do? Well, an answer appeared in front of me this morning. <laughs> Can uh, I suggest I'm... that it not be public relations with anyone? Like Ali's did realize that uh -huh. you have to deal with people. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I think after your time here, mm -hmm. it's been so long and we're able to be rude to people and everyone else considers it funny for the most right? part. Right. Not that way when you go out in the world. Don't like. be that guy. No. Okay. Don't. I, I'm going to be honest. I have fingers crossed for chimney sweep. Oh, that would be best. Chimney sweep would be awesome. Oh. I mean, why not? You're in London, right? Yeah. Here's the uh, the article from the Daily Mirror. The UK is facing a sperm donor crisis, oh, ladies geez. and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. a sperm donor crisis. No, in you the UK. You need something that you can help with. This is this was made for me. Are you oh, kidding me? Maybe he's gonna help. You know what I mean? Yes, like I'm a gonna fluffer. help. No, not oh. a fluffer. I'm oh, going to be sorry. the donator, I misunderstood. misunderstood. I'm going to be the one making the donation. Mm. Apparently, and mm. I don't know if it has something to do with the British psyche. Brits are very uptight, and as you know, Allie, yes. they're not comfortable discussing tender issues. No. Especially about sex. Especially men. Especially men, if yes. If you're listening, Greg. <laughs> sorry. There have been a dearth in, in for many years of British men willing to donate. They cannot get enough sperm. In fact, fewer than 500 people a year sign up to become sperm donors in Britain. Wow. And there are thousands of women who are trying to get pregnant using IV, using donated sperm. Sure. In fact, it's gotten so bad that there are, reg there are regular trips where women go to Scandinavia, Denmark in particular, to get pregnant by a sperm, do a sperm donor. There's a whole British-Danish um, uh, deal going on. <laughs> I don't think deal is the word I was looking for there. Exchange program Exchange going on, sure. I should say. Yeah, <laughs> looking for what they call Viking babies. They're very popular because they're famously good-looking and hunky, which sounds just racist to me. It's <laughs> like you're just trying to raise Aryan youth there. They opened up a sperm donor uh, location in Manchester uh, a couple of years ago recently had to close their doors. They were open for two years. Only nine men walked oh, through the door to donate. No In <laughs> two years. In Ooh. two years. Oh, my gosh. Now, I don't think there's a ton of money involved in sperm donation. I would guess not. I, I don't think Although there's a lot. Although it sounds like they're getting desperate. Yeah, right. When Maybe you start the, talking about taking a trip out of the country, get it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, these people are literally flying to other countries for the, you know, and you have to go uh, multiple times, a lot of times for this IV. You know, it doesn't always take first time. So it ends up costing thousands of pounds wait, because they wait, can't. Wait, are, do you think that women get pregnant through an IV of sperm? No, no. I, you no, just said I mean, in vitro. Oh, okay. In vitro. Oh, very different. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very in different. vitro. Yeah, yeah. I, that's an abbre yeah. abbreviation. Yeah. 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 So, um, so, the, the, so, that, so that's my plan. And I, what do you guys think? Um, well. Um, I mean, is, is the problem is what, you're, is what you're not willing to say is as they're flipping through the book for potential fathers, mm -hmm. they're going to come across me and go, ooh, no. I mean, can they use sperm dust? <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm just asking. Like, are the ladies having like ghost babies? Like, what's happening? What, is it? what are you guys even talking? I'm just suggesting. Stuff, so viral. Does stuff come out? Do you guys think? Do you guys think or... if they use the sperm, the baby's very old? Because that, <laughs> that would be that would awesome. be amazing. Yeah. Your baby is 75 years old. Yeah. I, I so can, weird. I consider myself young, right? And you're vibrant. On, you're wrong uh -huh. on all counts. And there. healthy. Mm -hmm. and Especially virile. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. I mean, I think I can get you pregnant by looking at you. I really do. I think I have that kind of power. Oh. But then you throw in actual sperm, mm. and I feel like I'm a slam dunk. Okay. Here's the thing. If I'm flipping that book, right? and I see six foot seven, I'm like, mm -hmm. something sort of tall has to come out of me. Mm -hmm. Nope. Oh, where, so you don't, you don't know, want a big baby. Where are the shorties? Yeah. yeah, you want like a five-pound baby. You want to make this yes. as easy as possible. Honestly, I have a wonderful-sized vagina, and I'd like uh -huh. to keep it that way. No, I hear you. By the way, one of the reasons why it is so difficult to get men to donate in Britain is Britain is one of the countries where the child 
who has the right to trace any donor once oh. they turn 18. That and makes sense. Many people who wow, want to that's donate. Weird. That's very weird. Well, it's that easier that. here now too. I mean, it, it, it's not that difficult here as well. Well, I mean, but, if what you're if you're looking for donations, that's the wrong way to go about yeah. it, right? Because yeah, yeah, you yeah. want anonymity. What you right. want is is no. You want to get paid for it, but not have any potential strings down the road where right. somebody yeah. can right. some you know some snotty kids going to come after you going daddy daddy you don't want any of that well, you have a great attitude for it so i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it so i wonder you. i wonder how often you're allowed to donate i mean i imagine you have to wait at least a couple of days right but if i could get in Not on me. this <laughs> no, but I'm saying, for, oh, I'm for, sorry. yeah, for the to make it as fertile as possible. Oh my what, God, Mr. Ryder's here again. This is his eighth visit today. <laughs> oh, see, I took it the opposite way. What? <laughs> I was like, oh, that. that's so sad, Kevin. No, I was saying, <laughs> he's like, not me. Whew, I need at least a week. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they'd be like, got it. They'd be like, Mr. Ryder's back. He's okay. he's still limping. Okay, <laughs> it's his twelfth visit. So if I could go three, well, here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If I could go like three times a week, say okay. 35 pounds a visit. Uh huh. I mean, that's a, that adds up. That's a significant amount of money. I What's the? Oh, been, I, I thought, thought you did too. Kevin, and I both thought you meant 35 pounds of donation. That's what <laughs> I thought. We were like, what's happening? <laughs> That would be a that would be a drowning situation. Nobody wants that. Just in the whole country. Yeah. Oh right. my god. So I'm just I'm delighted to know that I have a backup plan. That's all. I was just yes, gonna... and it's a solid one, and I thank applaud you. it. Uh, I thank, thank you for much. Oh sure. wow. I, I, I can't wait to get started. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? What a job. Thank you, Kevin, very much. Where's Kevin sitting? He's around here someplace. Kevin, thank you. The hell was that about? <laughs> oh, no. How did that come up in any kind of real life? I mean, you, you, why don't you and the president let us know what's How going dare on? You? Uh, on the program today, we have Get Up on This mm-hmm. with Jensen. We have Mr. Bad Example, which I can't wait for. Oh, yes. Allie. Uh, Bean, that's I you. I assume. I mean, I just... By the way, Bean, um, we all heard you say, I can't wait to get started. I just don't want let that mm. to pass. I'm just waiting mm-hmm. for Kevin to hit that first commercial. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you I, keep uh, doing that, it'll help, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Let's start doing Coachella tickets. We'll be right back with what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. All right, Allie, you're up with our first look at what's happening here on this Thursday. Well, congratulations, Captain Marvel. Just, okay. Just surpassed the $1 billion mark That's yesterday. All? Yeah, what a bummer, right? That's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's uh, the seventh film from Marvel Studios that has passed the $1 billion mark and the 38th film of all time to hit that 10-digit benchmark. But unlike past Marvel Studio hits that have grossed $1 billion, Captain Marvel is the first to do so with a lead character who wasn't introduced in a previous Marvel film. Interesting. It's true. You never saw that lady before that film. What's she doing on that bus hitting old ladies? Are they? Is the Marvel universe so successful now that if your movie doesn't make a billion dollars, you're a failure? I don't know that they look at it that way, but they. What'd you say? They do have seven. Seven. That's so yeah. much. Yeah. Insane. It's yeah. nuts. Absolutely. Um, if you'll recall, that weekend in March, March eighth, Captain Marvel opened to a really spectacular $153 million domestic and $456 million global launch. And since then, the domestic for the film has reached $358 million. Not bad. That passes the North American runs of 2017 Marvel films Spider-Man Homecoming and Thor Ragnarok. Kevin, did you love Captain Marvel? I did. Yeah, I Very much. Remember yesterday talking about Avengers Endgame tickets? Yes, how they were on sale. At- Just on sale. Early and, people, and selling out. Yeah, people yeah. were waiting in queues for up to an hour to get tickets. Oh. and Just insane, insane, insane. Ticket, like the actual sites were closing because people, there was too much traffic on them. And if you go on, oh, maybe this is your story. It is. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Staying away. Maybe zip it, Jensen. All right. I just noticed myself. Very hot commodity right now on eBay. 
here's the thing. Uh, one bid in New York City has reached $9,199 oh, for two tickets, while a second bid at that same AMC theater has reached just under 5000 These people are stupid. This is insanity. I'm not even sure I believe it. No, they're not legitimate bids. Maybe they bid, but they're not legitimate. They're not going to go through. Yeah, they're not going to pay. But I'll so. tell you, there were other tickets in, mm-hmm. like, I, I say normal because... We've now been given that as a benchmark, but there were two hundred, three hundred dollar tickets that were definitely real bids. Oh, and people will definitely spend yeah, that I would to see an opening. That. That's yeah. so yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah, why don't so, wait till Sunday and go see it then? But then everyone saw it Thursday and Friday. Bean. Also, by <laughs> the way, you know anything? Come on, man. With these movies in the past, they've opened up a ton of different times. Mm-hmm. Like a couple days before, they'll open up one a.m. or right. two a.m. They'll open up crazy times just mm-hmm. to get it filled, and they always fill up, and you can get it last minute. So you're telling me, Jensen, that if you want AMC dine-in tickets in Essex, New Jersey, that you wouldn't pay the 2500 Instead, maybe you'd do this because you've got deep pockets. You can skip that auction for a mere fifteen grand. You don't want to deal with Just having a check. Now. Like, I don't want to see what bid is higher than mine. Here's fifteen grand. I'm going to get dinner and a movie in Essex, New Jersey. You don't believe that? That's one of those theaters that serves dinner as well? Or it's dine-in tickets. Huh. Yeah. I hope, the fil- I hope the film burns. Just in that, that just particular, that yeah. Just that one, yeah. yeah. And then Sorry, they go, oh, guys. we don't have another one. And then they have to see it Sunday. Oh, no. <laughs> it's insane, though, right? Cooper? Yeah, it's crazy. Kevin, this, uh, this story is going to delight you okay. because it involves a high-speed car chase. Woohoo! Cops tried to conduct a traffic stop, then that vehicle refused to stop, sped away. Sped away so fast, it wound up crashing into Taylor Swift's Rhode Island home. <gasps> That's a weird coincidence. Just randomly into her gate in Rhode Island. That's nuts, right? He then attempted to flee the car on foot before being caught by police. And I remember a great man once saying that nothing good... How? I can't remember what it was. Dare what you. was it? And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. By the way, nothing good has ever happened at 4.30 in the morning. But a lot so of good right. has. Not, I mean, a lot of good happens. It <laughs> <laughs> just happened. I'm saying a lot of good happens at 4.30 in the morning. It's just this He's is... saying nothing but good. Re- <laughs> you said nothing good. You said that to, right. her, to his statement that said, nothing good. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. I give this it's, to you uh, as an example. It's amazing. However, Taylor did tweet these words. Nothing good starts in a getaway car. Bean, what is she referencing? The lyrics to her song, Getaway Car. Boom! Yay! Nailed it. Very clever. Very clever. Is it? It is. Is it really, though? Because she, I mean, she actually has a song right. called Getaway Car that she referenced to this story that was so random. She's always I, marketing. I thought it was very clever. Bean loved it. I love it, too. Ugh. Just so Thank we could you, play. Allie. Well, so we could play that moment with, sure. mostly. Yeah, that's but great. Good Thanks. stuff, mm-hmm. you guys. Hey, some birthdays for you. What's that Robert Downey Jr. been up to? He in any movies or anything? No. Oh, the guy from Back to School? Oh, I just <laughs> remember him from um, that Brett Easton Ellis novel. Less Than Zero? Less Than Zero, yeah. Remember he was the lead in that? Yeah. Died. Spoiler it. alert, guys. He died it's on the way to Palm Springs. Uh, it was in a convertible. Been waiting it was... those 35 Woo! years to see it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That movie's still great. Uh, Clive Davis, happy birthday. Natasha Leone, Craig T. Nelson, Hugo Weaving, David Cross, James Roday. You guys watching A Million Little Things? Not at all. <laughs> a million reasons why you should. That's too many too much, things. Yeah, too, oh, much, too, too many, many things. things. I can't watch that many things. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, he is the star of that show. He's so good. Right, and, but if it were like 100,000 things, I might watch it. Oh, I can't it's, watch it. It's a the actual number of things. <laughs> it's too that, many things. Okay, yeah. got it, got it. Um, and Bean's favorite, Eric Andre. Do you want to just give a little shout out oh, to him? Or? He loves him. Please retire. Oh, no, retire. never. He's a good guy. He's just getting started. Right? He's in The Lion King coming up. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. The Kevin and Eric Andre show. I mean, I can't wait. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Quick reminder, I mentioned we're giving away these uh, Coachella tickets for weekend one coming up the 12th through the 14th of April, which is the weekend after this upcoming. You also will get exclusive access to the K-Rock Coachella house. One of the guests coming by the Coachella house this year is the hottest artist in the world right now, Billie Eilish. Awesome. She's going to be there. Yeah! Love her so much. And all of her glory. 
And I think, Kevin, you've even got more on Billie Eilish. I do. They do a thing on the New York Times called Anatomy of a Song, and they ask them about the songwriting process and how they came up with each part of it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me because I love how songs are built. Same. I would watch a uh, any kind of show where they're talking about songwriting versus mm-hmm. singing. I feel like half the population can sing, but mm-hmm. starting with nothing and coming out with a song is fascinating. Absolutely. To me. I agree. So, Billie Eilish, who did put out Don't Smile at Me in 2017, her album came out last week, When We All Fall Asleep at Night, Where Do We Go? And um, this is the reporter on Skype asking her when she started making music. When did you first start making music? Like, when I was like 11. How old are you? I'm 17 now. I feel like I've been 16 for like my whole life, so I'm 17 <laughs> now. My brother, he started around 12. Me and him were both doing the same thing in the same house, and we just were like, we live three feet away from each other, why don't we do this together? Now, I don't know that I could work with my brother, who I love. Mm-hmm. They're but very close, these yeah. two. They really are, yes. Phineas yeah. is his name, and he has written a lot of songs, and for other people as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, and he was on Glee, right? No, I don't think. No, he was not in Glee. All right, while I so, while I confirm this, hold on. Okay. okay, go on. So then they start talking about the beginning of the song, and she starts talking about the beat. Phineas just started making this shuffle beat. So it's dun ka dun ka dun ka dun ka dun. I thought it was sick. It feels kind of like a football chant. It's a really body friendly rhythm if you play it at the right tempo. A body friendly rhythm. Love it. They're talking about Bury a Friend, which is my favorite song of the whole year. It's fantastic. Hey, y'all. He was on Glee. Hey, y'all. He also had a reoccurring role in Modern Family. Finn did? Yeah, Phineas O'Connell. Fun fact. Did not know that. <laughs> uh, can I get a. Uh... Thank you, Mr. Know It All. Absolutely, you earned it. <laughs> so then, after that beat, he asks, what comes next? Lyrically, where did you start? I really wanted to kind of do like a bunch of W's in a row. Now, I don't know how you come up with that idea. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, thinking W's. Let's come mm-hmm. up with a bunch of W's in a row. How well, she, had a, she had a songwriting idea where she asked a bunch of questions. I think that's what she said. Oh, I agree. But just saying, it's to me, it's magic. It's just crazy that she yeah. would say that and then totally. be able to... Like a bunch of questions. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? What do you know? And it was like, who is this character? And what the hell are they? And I think just automatically, it was so clear that it was like the monster under your bed. And then I was like, oh, that'd be great to write a song from that perspective. Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? I agree with Pete. I love that song a lot. It's so rad. So, and her voice is so amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, um, what kind of high-tech equipment? Where do they go? Do they have a studio that they've built? No, they do it in his freaking bedroom these are new days from yeah, 15 years ago sure. they do it in his bedroom <laughs> you used where to have do you to, normally i'm sorry oh i was gonna say you used to have to like rent studio yes. time yeah. be on a wait list if you couldn't get in right then it's insane listen to this where do you normally write and record we've written and recorded like 90 percent of everything we've ever made in my bedroom in my parents house Unreal. In my bedroom in my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Then he starts talking about their work ethic. It's really small, but it's really cozy. Billy will sit on my bed, and I like a lot of like big Murakami pillows on my bed. She gets inspired, like we'll track something, and I'll sit and I'll work on production, then we'll work on lyrics together. I have a piano in there. We tend to work pretty long days. Mom will just like bring in food because we'll just keep going. She just slide food under the door. <laughs> hey, whenever you have time. It's just a weird to think about these. I mean, the chances of two kids this talented being yes. able to work together so well has got to be one in a million. That's uh, why Danielle and I are having kids. Where's your meal tickets, baby? Sure. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. And everybody that has kids knows that they're yeah. going to be this successful. 100%. Which is crazy. <laughs> All right. So you had the like sort of nursery rhyme hook melody. And you had some verses. When did you first start incorporating the spooky noises? I was in the dentist chair. All right, this I can't even identify with. And they were shaving off my Invisalign attachments. And it was this loud, like, and I thought it was so dope. And I pulled out my phone immediately and pressed record. Does that drive you crazy? That drives me crazy to hear that. That's the worst sound in the world. Yeah. Same with Phineas feels the same. I found it very horrible to listen to, but it worked great in the song. As soon as there was a line about stepping on glass, I wanted to hear someone stepping on glass. And as soon as there was a line about a staple, I was like smacking a staple gun. Step on the glass. Staple your tongue. There is also one called Nightmare Horse. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> I don't know I what's happening. What is nightmare so horse? I love these two so much too. Then another one I like is Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. Bury a friend. That. Yeah, yeah, it's literally Easy Bake Oven. Mm-hmm. And then I processed a ton of her going like, ah! and then like it ends up sounding like. I put that all over the song. Cleaning you out and my satisfactory. I mean, they did this in their in their bedroom at their yeah. parents' house. Yeah, all of build, this. Just building a sound effects mountain, basically. If you listen close to you, you can hear Bean sneezing. They <laughs> <laughs> should have put that in there. Yeah. The song is so weird. And so I remember, like, we tried a billion different things. And then we were like, you know what? This needs a bridge. So how did it end up sounding? Can you do a little bit of it? It's like the, the debt I owe. Gotta sell my soul. I can't say no. No, I can't say no. Then my limbs are frozen. It's called Anatomy of a Song by the uh, New York Times. It's on on uh, YouTube. We'll put up a link. But um, song structure is pretty basic. You got the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Like that's a regular song. Listen to this. The structure is super weird. It's like hook, a verse, a pre-chorus, drop, a hook, verse two, alternate verse two, bridge, pre-chorus, drop, and then the hook. All right. I mean, like you do. I mean. Right, exactly. It's so bizarre. And then they ask her sort of, what kind of genre does she want to focus on? I don't want to be in the pop world. I don't want to be in the alternative world or the hip-hop world or the R&B world or whatever thing. You know, I want it to be like, what kind of music you listen to? Billie Eilish yeah. kind of music, <laughs> you know, like the other kind. That's insane. 17. Just turned 17. Yeah. Unreal. And, and I totally agree with what Kevin said. I mean, those kids woke up one morning and that song didn't exist. Right. Yeah. And then like a day, a day and a half later, there it is. And you hear all the hard work that they put into it and all the just freaky stuff. I mean, the way their brains work, it's just, it's so Let's crazy try this. Impressive. Oh, we should get the sound of an easy bake oven. Who I, thinks that way for a <laughs> song? I know how it feels because <laughs> when, when I hear something, I go, hey, that guy was on Glee. And everyone goes, no, he's not. And I go, yeah, he was. <laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jensen. Yeah. What's your get up on this? Well, uh, do we want to hear the theme? Sure. Get up, get on up. Let me set the table a little better here. Okay. Uh, maybe another song that you could hear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, <laughs> this past week, one of the most viral clips online was from last week tonight with John Oliver, where he took aim at the sometimes shady business of pro wrestling. Sometimes shady. Uh, well, specifically the WWE. He criticized the idea that the company's CEO, Vince McMahon, not only plays a heel, uh, on television, but also in real life because of the lack of employee health care or long-term benefits. Uh, it's a little less glamorous of an entertainment company than you might expect. Mm. I didn't know most of this, and it was shocking how poorly he treats them. Yeah. Uh, to me, it was shocking. They've made some advancements over the past few I was years. I going to say, I think you'd be shocked 
five years yeah, ago. Maybe, yeah, yeah. They, they now have set up things for rehab as, as far as old wrestlers and stuff. But as far as people in the ring, um, it's not so great, yeah. uh, especially because there's so many injuries and uh, so many long-term effects, obviously, with CTE and things like that coming up. And WrestleMania is this weekend. It's a huge pop culture stage. Everyone's going to pretty much forget about the John Oliver thing, I think. But if you're looking to find out more about the wrestling business and continuing to go behind the curtain, my get-up on today is an upcoming Viceland TV show called The Dark Side of the Ring. Interesting. Mm. Most people don't even know this thing's coming up, but it debuts April 10th. The show is a true crime look into sports entertainment. So if you're into sort of any of these, uh, you know, Adnan on on HBO or uh, any of these podcasts, this is kind of a great mix for you. Six episodes focusing on a different tragic love story, criminal investigation, unsolved murder, or backstage controversy from the history of the squared circle. For wrestling heads, the episodes include deep dives into Randy Macho Man Savage and Miss Elizabeth and their relationship that was both uh, real and fake. They did it on screen and off. The mysterious killing of Bruiser Brody, the Montreal screw job between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, where a real-life professional disagreement played out in the ring on live television. The Von Erich family curse, that's one of the most royal families in, uh, in wrestling history and, and people who just haven't been able to stay alive. Uh, the possible murder of gorgeous Gino, uh, which is w- what my next biography should be titled, <laughs> uh, and the rumors that the fabulous Moolah, one of the most uh, you know storied female wrestlers of all time, was an abusive madam. Uh, each one of these is really well done. You need zero prior knowledge of wrestling to get into it. Let's listen to a little bit of the trailer. There was a period in the wrestling business where if you were crazy on screen, you were crazy off screen. You had to live your gimmick. I brought out the $60,000 limo. You had been chosen to be in a secret brotherhood, and you kept those illusions private because it was a code. The innocence of wrestling changed. Getting into wrestling is like getting into the mob. Once you're in, you're in. It can go the other way, too. Yeah. Man, oh man. It's pretty serious. This is a TV show or a, a podcast? TV show. No, TV Whoa. show. Six episodes on Viceland starts uh, April 10th, I guess, a week from today. And what's it called? Uh, it is called The Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, chronicles the wild things that happen in the industry and in real life. And it's somehow fast, more fascinating than the circus in the ring. Bruce Pritchard, uh, Randy Macho Man Savage's brother, Lanny Poffo, who played uh, the, the genius. Um, you'll see Jake the Snake Roberts. They interview a lot of people. Uh, Hulk Hogan's ex-wife. Um, some really good, thoughtful stuff. It's narrated by Dutch Mantel, who is a career wrestling personality. Most recently, played he uh, played Zeb Coulter in the WWE. Uh, again, the show debuts a week from today. Viceland, great tragic real. Lo- uh, the first episode is the tragic love story of Randy Macho Man Savage and Miss Elizabeth. Oof. It's a great way to kick it off because everyone sort of knows that. Uh, it's right after WrestleMania. Find out where the real action is <laughs> in the wrestlers' home lives. Dark side of the ring, Viceland. That is my get up on that. Get up. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. Look, look. Do not start defending look. yourself until I present the evidence. Well, I'm certain that I'm not even a part of this. This sure. is probably bad examples that Allie and Jensen made. But here's sure. what I, here's here's what my point is. I'm going to offer some defense of them. Um, we're doing live radio, right. a bunch of hours a day, every single day, mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't immediately have. The best example on the tip of your tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you you, you 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 go for what you can find. You just, right, and you what see you f- can find is spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> like it's something that no one else in the world would find. Are you suggesting that sometimes somebody on this show turns out to be Mr. Bad Example? He's Mr. Bad Example. He really sucks. He's Mr. Bad Example. Such a schmuck. He's Mr. Bad Example. You'll see what we mean. He's Mr. Bad Example. His name is Bean. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Uh, we were talking about people who ask you for money and how you sort of feel bad. You don't know what to do. We all struggle with somebody asking you for money. Yes. You know what? He's pro- He could be telling the truth and he might really need it and it's the right thing to do and I can afford it. But then you got that other devil on your shoulder that's saying he's totally just scamming you. He's ripping off. He's going to use that to buy Ripple. Which, by the way, is a great great reference to a liquor I don't think they've sold in 30 years. Wow. He's Mr. Bad Example. That was spectacular. Unreal. Ripple. I don't think Ripple has been... How is that the first 
thing that your mind goes to. Were you wearing like a little newsy hat and like uh, the culottes? I don't think the word oh. ripple has been on uh, broad has been broadcast since Sanford and Son went off the air. I that really was don't. that was strange. <laughs> and that kicks off our file of Keys, Mister Bad Example. All right, now we were talking about how good Alicia Keys was hosting mm-hmm. the Grammys. I hope the Grammys have already asked her to come back next I, year. I hope the Oscars asked her. Yeah. <laughs> Same, like, can she get it together in a few weeks? <laughs> I hope Farrell's asked her just to go and eat there and then give her a pig's trough. <laughs> Saying, Those are the two things I want to post. <laughs> correct. Farrell's in an Oscar. It was a weird example. She's Miss Bad Example. Oh. Whoa. How about that? <laughs> that right in. She's oh, Miss Bad Example. Here's the thing. Bean, she's edging in on your territory, man. She could have it. So why, why a Farrell? trough because you did a good job hosting the Grammys. Exactly my point. We were saying she should host everything, get every award. Like when you finish all that ice cream at Farrell's, even that should go to Alicia Keys. You know, it was a strange... It was a strange example. You know, the always referenced Farrell's ice cream party. Off parlor. the top of your head. Pretty strange. <laughs> I love it there. All right. Jensen was talking about how horrible it was for him to eat hot Cheetos because no matter what he does, he can't get that residue off his fingers pretty much for the rest of his life. I see the love you have for the food, and that's why you're willing to go through so much of it. But you're going to have to accept that you're going to have Cheeto dust on your hands. It's, well, it's just going to go with It's like being a coal miner. You can't go down there and work all day and not come out with a little very dust. Very similar you. to it's, coal miners. He's Mr. Bad Example. <laughs> Look, I, I know this isn't a would you like to take the back situation, but I am, I'm going to stand by that. You're going to stand by It's like a coal miner. Yes, because of the fact that we're talking, we're literally talking about dust on Jensen's fingers. If you're a coal miner, you go down there, you have dust all over your face, all over your body. You don't think to, that's you, a little bit more extreme than eating hot Cheetos? No, but I'm saying you take a shower and the dust remains. I'm saying it sticks with you. Widely you got, considered the most dangerous job in in the whole right, world. Right, eating, eating, like eating hot Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right, Allie um, is here again. No! Dave Grohl took his daughters to Billie Eilish and he said she was such a great new artist. All right, then uh, you're all on board with Dave Grohl. Stamp of approval, Billie Eilish. Look, so get, it is written. If you get Dave Grohl's, you know, approval, that's you're good. You're, right. You're done. If Dave Grohl was like, that's a mighty good tortilla lady, right. I'd be like, I am now the tortilla lady. That's all I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know why I said tortilla. That's definitely not a bad example, is it? Yeah. It's not great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's Miss Bad Example. Why would I say tortilla? I don't know why you would say tortilla. Because that's the, again, these are the first examples that come to your mind. Ripple was the first thing that came to Bean's mind. I don't like being in these. (laughs) That's not fun, is it? Not one bit. All right, now we're talking about minor league baseball and all the promotions that they have to get fans to the park. I mean, look, we've all been to ball games where they've had, uh, you know, fireworks. This... This is a next-level entertainment. And I know that we always talk about how minor league baseball teams do everything they can to get people out to the ballpark. They have dumb promotions and things like that. Hey, get a free divorce if you come to our game or whatever, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a great example. That is a great example. I'm very good at examples. Hey, everybody, if you want to get a divorce, come on out to the baseball game. (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) Do you hate your wife? We have the game for you. He's Mr. Bad Example. (laughs) I, uh, have, you I heard, have you heard of free divorce anywhere ever, ever? I don't think so. <laughs> it concerns me that that was on the top of my mind. Yes, it does. <laughs> All right. Now Bean is talking to Dr. Drew. I will say that anesthesia is one of the greatest inventions in human history. It's hard to imagine that there was a time until what, Doc, about 150 years ago that people just had to bite on a piece of wood or something in order to not... <laughs> <laughs> like a man being. Come on now. He's Mr. Bad Example. Why would they be chewing on wood? That is 100% what they used to do, is they literally used to give you a stick to put in your mouth to bite down on so that but you didn't But there's nothing scream. between the wood and now that you could have used as an example? Like a towel, right. anything. Really? I mean, I was, I was, you know, you're going way, you're going a hundred years back for that one. Yeah, I was. Okay. That's true. <laughs> He's a historian, is what he's saying. Okay. And then uh, finally, um, Noodles was coming mm-hmm. into the show mm-hmm. with Dexter. Noodles had said uh, he tweeted out that he was running for president. Noodles mm-hmm. 2020, right. and he was late. And you guys were trying to figure out what was going on. Even Dexter Noodles for president. Is driving, just like, shut up, you guys. I'm on my way. <laughs> some emergency that we're just messing oh, on. Oh, no. Yeah, it's like my dog was in the vet and I couldn't breathe. And I, My mom I, was on oh. fire. Yeah. Wow. 
I mean, I'm just saying it could be bad. We don't know. Let's, yeah, it let's could definitely say, be my mom was on fire. Because, <laughs> call now. No, don't call say, now. Don't call now. Let's save our scorn until Mr. President gets it. Yeah. He's Mr. Bad Example. Okay, as it turned out, when Newt was arrived... First example was mom was on fire. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, and as it turned out, that wasn't the case, mm-hmm. okay? No. His no. mom was fire. His mom was not on fire. No. Not on fire. So would you consider that a good example? Well, I w- I'm just grateful that my biggest fear wasn't realized, <laughs> if that's what you mean. He's Mr. Bad Example. His name is Bean. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. First Alley's here. What's happening? Honestly, it's it's not just me that he asked to touch his stomach to feel oh, a no. kick, right? Oh, no, it's all of us. Okay, it's all of us. It's driving us crazy. It's insane. He's not his stomach. He's right? very active, guys. <laughs> Kevin. Good God. <laughs> He's <What>? very active. <laughs> Is he right? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, you guys, it's the first Thursday of April. You know what that means? Yeah, it's um, what does that first mean? Thursday of April. It happens every year, the first Thursday of April. It's National Burrito Day. Yay! Was not aware of that. Mm-mm. Kids love it, you guys. And of course, with National Burrito Days, there are some deals that you can get. So I'm highlighting a few of the Southern California places that you can get deals from. But if you go online, there's a ton of different places. But as always, check ahead that these locations are participating. But Okay, Baja Fresh, get $5 burritos when you show a barcode posted on the company's Facebook or Instagram page. Chipotle, get free delivery on all orders, $10 and up, and all orders placed through the Chipotle app or website or through DoorDash. Okay, Del Taco, with the Del Taco app, you get a minimum $5 purchase, you get a free half pound half pound bean and cheese burrito for National Burrito Day. Love Del Taco burritos. Right. Love them. Same. Christine even loves the no meat ones from there. Yeah, they're like, really? that's her the, favorite thing. The bean thing. and cheese is, I think, their best, their best burrito at Del Taco. All right. right. There you go. El Pollo Loco. Buy one burrito, get one free Thursday with the coupon posted at elpoyoloco.com slash burrito today. I mean, come that's on. That's asking me that's, too much. That's a lot right there. <laughs> but again, happy National Burrito Day. Check yes. that out. Burritos for everyone. Everyone, really. <laughs> I will tell you, if you ever get the chance um, and you're at Disneyland, there's a place oh, for God. they have a burrito at Disneyland. We did a breakfast with, with no doubt in like mm-hmm. 95. Mm-hmm. And Bean's been talking about this yeah. burrito since. It was the great. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't just the best burrito I'd ever had. It was the best meal I've ever had. It was a pretty good burrito, you it guys. It was the best yeah. goddamn it. burrito That's that anyone's all. ever made. That's it. But correct Just... me if I'm wrong, you can't point us to where to get it at Disneyland. I don't recall that. No, right. I'm sorry. But... So every time he brings it up, people are like, come on, man, where? I don't know. He doesn't. Right? I'm just saying, if you're at Disneyland, get yourself a burrito, and you could you could luck out like I did that day because it was the most memorable meal of my life. Just walk around Disneyland yelling, "Where's the burrito?" Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a pretty good burrito. That's what I'm yeah. gonna say. I'm gonna give you a solid eight. Oh, yeah, nice. you're underselling it. I'm not talking about it. 15 years later, I'll tell you. Yeah, that. Jesus was a pretty good guy too. Whoa! Wow, that escalated. <laughs> Just say it. Exactly I, the same. That's Burrito how much you're, Jesus. Exactly the same. Why do I feel like we just started the that's new like, Mr. Bad Example file? Good I comparison. Mean, I mean. Yes! Burritos for everyone! <laughs> Very true. Uh, guys, Mark McGrath. Did you yes. hear this news? Yeah, is he, is he going to be okay? Yeah, he's revealed that he's going deaf. He was oh, sharing no. the news during an interview with Daily Mail TV. He said, it's years and years of being on the road and being two feet in front of cymbals and drums. So high frequencies... I can't hear him anymore. Wow. He said he'll be listening to people and they'll tell me their names and I can't hear him. It's scary because my job is hearing. So doctors had urged him to use in-ear monitors, protect your ears from further damage. He didn't listen. Oh, no. So he said you can't repair your hearing. Once it goes, it goes. You can help hope to stop the damage. It's absolutely a worry of mine. So he's been using in- inner ears now, but he's continuing to perform. He's touring right now, has live performances scheduled through the end of the year. That's going to be all off key. I have several thoughts on this. Number one is uh, Brian Johnson, lead singer of Mm ACDC, same thing. Remember, that's why Axl Rose had to take over because he could no longer hear. Right. Huey Lewis had to stop touring because of a very similar problem because he could no longer hear the notes. Phil Collins also. Yeah, Phil Collins has had Mm -hmm. some deafness Mm -hmm. too. 
But I want to ask you this. When you talk about how your hearing is gone, you can't re- replace it. Remember, Rush Limbaugh was essentially deaf until he got those cochlear implants mm-hmm. and then was able to hear again. Which was so, unfortunate. Yes, yes but, but I think they're talking about naturally. When you lose it, it goes, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. I don't think they're talking about medical I mean, you do whatever you have to do to get your hearing back if you can. I mean, if there is a surgery available, you know, that that would be great. But, yeah, that's uh, very concerning. I feel terrible for Mark. He's a good dude. He rules. Absolutely. You guys, I'm going to get to birthdays because when you hear what's coming up, it's it's genius. Robert Downey (laughs) Jr., Clive Davis, Natasha Leone, Craig T. Nelson, Hugo Weaving, David Cross, James Roday, and the great Eric Andre, who had all of this to say. This ain't your mom's radio station. This is a station with explosive diarrhea. Bringing you the best fart sound effects of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The fart sounds of the 70s, 80s, 90s, zeroes, and teeny, whatever decade this is called. Whatever. I already forgot what I was talking about. K-Rock, The Explosion, 96.5, Los Angeles' Party Station, (laughs) bringing you the best motorboat sounds of the 70s. (laughs) I have feline AIDS. I contracted it from cats. That's what's yeah, happening. I can see why you're all big here at Country Fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Every week at this time, we welcome our good friend, Dr. Drew Pinsky, to the program. He is a very busy man, you know, with all of his various shows and podcasts and live appearances on Fox News. But he is kind enough to join us here on the program. And we're so happy to have you, Doc. How are you? Hey, good to have you back as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, listen, I'm going to turn this one over to Jensen to get us started because uh, it's very rare that we actually have a personal medical issue that we deal with you during your segment. But I think we've got one we need to break down. And he crazy. I slightly regret bringing this up in our meeting. (laughs) I believe that I have been suffering from sympathy pregnancy symptoms while my wife is pregnant. And that's in weight gain, mood swing, fatigue uh i wouldn't say i've had any pains but <laughs> would you would you say you have because your face changed no it did right there you're right i think it's tied into fatigue i don't think that i'm having any kicks or anything in my belly uh but i do feel that some of the things that she has i have somehow taken on Jensen, any uh, vaginal discharge? <laughs> <laughs> Best question ever. <laughs> I have not had any of those. So, so you've no doubt heard about sympathetic pre- pregnancies. Is there anything to it, doctor? Oh, there's a lot to it. I, I had the almost exact same thing Jensen is having. And of course, we had a triple pregnancy, so it was extra crazy, super stressful. But there's something about, I, I, I think more than anything, it's the eating and the weight gain. Because it's weird, and, and you start nesting in weird ways. You start sort of preparing things for these kids, and you don't even realize you're doing it. Uh, but the weight gain is very, very common. And I actually remember my wife's pregnant. She was, you know, she had to keep up a, a large calorie intake to deal with three circulatory systems, and she had these chocolate Dove bars at her bedside. All right. I I, I Sure. And, and, you just, and, and so you just don't even realize you're doing, you're, you're trying to regulate your affect of food, you're, there's lots of high-calorie foods around, you're sympathizing with your wife. And, and the, but the bigger thing is 
and this is something I do a lot of thinking about these days, is how one person's body communicates with another is a much more powerful thing than we really know. And it makes perfect sense to me. I don't think that's the answer we were looking for. Oh, well, I was. I (laughs) I will say this, too. Like, people talk about sorority houses and how hormones obviously sync up. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that if, I mean, I am with my wife. I'm with her so much out of the day time-wise just by our schedules and the way that we work. And uh, I think that I have synced up hormones with her. Oh, Lord. Do you think you have, like, sympathy period? No, but I think that... You cramps? But I think that as far as, like, things... Why'd you ask to borrow a tampon? <laughs> well, that has nothing to do with that. <laughs> that's something else. That, that's why I was asking about the vaginal discharge. No, right? I just think that's, that's a valid question. Nausea, and it has not been answered yet. Nausea and our sleep patterns, things like that have definitely marked up. And then, yeah, clearly she's eating more. And I, and I feel sympathetic to how much she's eating. And, God dang it, all the food looks good. So I, I do, I just think that there's something, because I, I know I looked it up. People say it's either BS scientifically or it's purely hormonal. Those are the only two ways you can basically uh, chalk this up. Uh, can I answer right. this for you, Dr. Drew? Oh, uh, well, you can certainly participate. Uh, what what we're dealing with right now is uh, you're a cuck. See <laughs> <laughs> you, you, right? Yes, see you, of course. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, no, you. You're, the only, one, you're you. the only one cursing on the air, Dr. Drew. <laughs> So is there any is there any science behind the sympathetic pregnancy, doctor? Yeah, yeah. Well, the problem is how you define it's very common for men to gain weight alongside their their spouse. Very common. But that makes sense just because there's more food there, so you want to eat it. It's also a very anxious time. So it's also very common for men to feel all kinds of concerns about what's coming out of their body out of really preoccupation with what's going on in their wife's body. You're thinking a lot about what's going on, you be okay, and you start having sort of somatic preoccupations of your own. I think that's where the pains come from. But, but I, this idea that it's strictly hormonal, I think, is, is weak. I think if there's some, we, we literally call it a sympathetic pregnancy, and, and lo and behold, our parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems were starting to, to learn, communicate with each other in ways that we can't see consciously. Mm. And so it makes perfect sense to me. That those systems are charged. Is it possible that Jensen will deliver a baby at the same time as his wife, Danielle? Well, let's go back to the vaginal discharge. Okay. Guys, okay. right, let's not rule out a butt baby either. Oh. <laughs> Jensen, how about how about nausea? Have you felt any of that in sympathy with your wife? 100%. I had nausea in the first few, about two months. I Really? Def- and did one- that match what she was feeling? Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And I would say that's probably after I heard it. So it could be psychosomatic. Okay. But I 100% felt nausea, but that went away after after maybe the second month. Yeah, and again, to be fair, vomiting, nausea is a bit con- has a bit of contagion independent of pregnancy, right? Yeah. It's very common if you see somebody vomit, you vomit, or if you think about nausea, you kind of feel nauseated. Yeah, And particularly yeah. somebody's nauseated all the time. I mean, that's, of course, again, this is back to the somatic preoccupation. You're sort of thinking about things too much. But but there's, it's complicated. I think it's a good thing. It's people tuning up. And listen, and, and by the way, you know, a lot of communication between parent and baby is through the same system, right? We're not talking to the baby. They're not, they're not telling us what's going on. We're intuiting it through these body-to-body-based communications that are getting charged up during the pregnancy. God, what an amazing, sensitive partner I am. (laughs) 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 DrDrew.com is where you want to go for all of the doctor's appearances, including Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on 790 KABC. Also, the fine family of Dr. Drew podcasts, including the new Dr. Drew After Dark. And by the way, I wanted to ask you, Doc, just very briefly, because we're out of time. You had Andy Dick on the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast. How's he doing these days? I had Andy Dick and his slide whistle, both. Yes. Oh, excellent. Oh, we know about the slide whistle, yeah. Sure. Yeah, uh, and he was good, you know, he's good now. I just uh-huh. I just worry about Andy. When he's when he gets bad, he gets very bad. Yeah, we all and, do. Uh, we all do. Yeah, he, and, but he's good right now, and I'm thankful for that. Good. He's the sweetest guy in the world, and we wish him nothing but yeah, the best. Absolutely. That's going to that's gonna be a fascinating interview. Check it out on the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast. You can also, don't forget, get a doctor in the comfort of your own home with the Heal app in the App Store or Google Play. Again, drdrew.com. Thanks for uh, verifying that Jensen's not crazy. We'll talk to you <laughs> next week, sir.
And he's a sensitive partner. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, We're going to open up the lines now for Coachella passes. Three-day Coachella passes. Also, you get exclusive access to the K-Rock Coachella house. Sweet. And TCL headphones. The number is 1-800-520-1067. We're going to play a game next. Call now. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Hey, a pair of sold-out three-day passes to Weekend 1 of Coachella on the line for you right now at 1-800-520-1067, plus a set of TCL Bluetooth headphones. TCL is one of the world's best-selling consumer electronic brands. These are awesome headphones and access to the K-Rock Coachella house, where lots of your favorite artists are going to be stopping by all weekend long. Because of that, we call this game Our House. Our House, that's where you want to be. has a pool and the 1975 billy eilish are cool that is a bomb show you'll have so much fun it's a big ass house party under the desert sun our house beautiful I love Sensitive Omar, by the way. <laughs> this uh, this uh, K-Rock house uh, that we do out in the desert every year for Coachella is super, super fun. And as we mentioned, lots of great artists are coming by. And you can be there just hanging out with us. Uh, Jensen, we've got contestants on the line. What's the game all about? I'm going to describe something, and you just tell me what the house is. It's very easy. The, it's what got the, the house is? It's got the word house in it. You tell oh. me which house I'm describing. They all oh. have house in the in the answer. That's Our house. All right. All right. Who's up first? Matt in Brea. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, Matt. Located at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, this iconic government building has seen it all, from being set on fire by British troops to getting solar panels in 2013 from Barack Obama. What house am I talking about? The White House. Our house. That easy. You don't don't think that was too easy. I started easy. I'm (laughs) moving up. All right. All right. Let's go to Amanda in Irvine. Good morning, Amanda. Hello, Amanda. This chain of restaurants has one major breakfast specialty. Despite trying to rebrand with burgers recently, it's the epicenter of platters like the Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity and Moons Over Miami. What house am I talking about? Um, you know what? I messed up. It, but it is Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. Yes. Not Moons the Over Miami part. is Moons Denny's. Moons Over Miami is Denny's. Uh-huh. Okay. Pretend I didn't say the second part. <laughs> Just Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. And it has the word house in it. Yes. I honestly don't know. And they have a major breakfast specialty whose name is also in it. I don't think. Uh, no. I, I don't know. No, it's the International House of Pancakes. Our house. I knew when I said Moons Over Miami, I was like, that's Denny's. Yeah. Mm. But Bean, how but much did that hurt? We saved it. We saved it. It was very painful. Yeah, <laughs> we saved it. Let's go to Marty and Compton. Good morning. What's up? How's it going? All right, here we go. Made up of members Everlast, Danny Boy, and DJ Lethal, this hip-hop trio is best known for the basketball arena staple, Jump Around, and a shillally swinging Irish roots. What house am I talking about? Oh, Jesus. Um, Can you repeat the question? Made up of members Everlast, Danny Boy, and DJ Lethal, the hip-hop trio is best known for their basketball arena staple, Jump Around, and a shillally swinging Irish root. What house am I talking about? Uh, Um... the, the guy that goes crisscross. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is House of Pain. Our house. Right? Now, here's a tip for all future contestants. House is in the name. <laughs> so Why didn't we point that out? I'm just earlier. saying, if, you, if we give you Jump Around and their Irish and Everlast is in it and you know House is in the name, maybe think of House I mean, of Pain. But you know what? Beat. If you think about it, crisscross will make you jump, jump. They, that is true. That's so. a good point. I mean, it wasn't a terrible guess. It's just that House wasn't in that name. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Norwalk and say good morning to Joe. Hi there. Hey, good morning. Hello. Starring rap duo Kid and Play, this 1990 movie also featured Martin Lawrence and Tisha Campbell forever becoming a reference. All right. Give it to him. Nicely done. Fantastic. All right. So Joe and Matt already in the drawing to win the Coachella tickets and the K-Rock house plus the TCL headphones. Who's our next contestant, please? Next up is Ralph in Garden Grove. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning, party people and Allie. All right. This hey, Allie's part of the party she people, is. by the She's way. She's not separate. I'm, I'm party adjacent. <laughs> She's no, you're partying. Oh, just being, you're partying. You're partying. <laughs> All right. This ABC sitcom airing most famously on Friday nights followed the life of widowed father Danny Tanner, his brother-in-law Jesse, their best friend Joey, all while trying to raise three daughters in a San Francisco home. What house am I talking about? Wow. You got it. Are we done? All right, I think we have time for one more, maybe. Okay. All right, let's make it Erica in Huntington Beach. Good morning. 
Oh, good morning. I'm so nervous now because I'm the last one. Uh Don't worry. Good Good morning. Good luck on this one. This classic 1978 comedy film starred John Belushi, Tim Matheson, and Donald Sutherland following (laughs) the (laughs) Delta... Okay, start over. It came out of nowhere. Here we go. She sneezed. and blew the studio apart. All right, Whoa. let's start that one over. She snotted on the mic also. <laughs> this, oh, no. Yeah, what was that? You're fine. Here we go. Here we go. Starting over. This classic 1978 comedy film starred John Belushi, Tim Matheson, and Donald Sutherland following a Delta fraternity when they take on the college dean and a double secret probation to have their charter revoked. Flounder, Pinto, oh. Otto, and Dean Warmer became iconic. What house am I talking about? Oh, classic animal house. Look at that. Nicely done, except okay. for Allie. I'm Congratulations. So Thanks for trying to ruin the bit, Allie. Oh. Erica, Ralph, <laughs> Joe, and Matt are all in the running, unfortunately. We only have one winner uh, until 9 a.m. when we have another contest. A sold-out three-day passage to Weekend Water Coachella, exclusive access to the K-Rock Coachella house, and a set of TCL Bluetooth headphones. Who's that winner, please? The winner is Joe. Joe. Yeah. Congrats, Joe. Thank you. Enjoy Coachella. Thanks for playing the game. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. What a job. Thank you, Kevin, very much. Where's Kevin sitting? He's around here someplace. Kevin, thank you. Well, high praise, then. High praise. That's high praise. There it is. Allie, uh, time for our final look at what's happening here on this Thursday. Well, we we had a little bit of a sneezing issue. A a bit. During a contest last hour. Scared us all to death. But first, I want to play for you, in case you aren't aware of... The greatest sneeze in in the world. And that, it's real, and I've heard it uh, so two, many times. 250 times. When Bean <laughs> Every sneezes, time it's, a, it's a gift. It's it's like a duck and like all these things just mesh into one perfect sound. <laughs> Sorry. There is nothing better than that sneeze. Every time it's the Let's same. Let's hear too. it again. <laughs> Sorry. Amazing, right? <laughs> right. You sound like a lunatic. Has it, it always unreal. has it always like been that way, Bean? Let the drop talk, All right. Jensen. Has it always been that way? Let me hit it again. All right. Has it always been that way, Bean? Sorry. Bean, has it always been that way? I'm going to keep playing it until you shut up. Sorry. Has it always been that way, though, Bean? The sound of the yes, it's always been that way. It's always. He has no friends. What? Wow. Okay. Well, you joined the sneeze battle today. Well, here's the thing. If I feel a sneeze coming on, which ha- is how all my sneezes happen, mm-hmm. I reach across, I press the cough button so you won't hear it. It cuts your mic off. What happened during this contest was unlike anything that's ever happened before. It just, it, it came out. And, and then it scared all of us to death. It kind of attacked your face. It did. Yeah. It did. Thank you for noticing. Here's what happened. Following the delta... <laughs> Okay, start over. Okay. It came out of nowhere. Start over. Here we go. She sneezed. Allie just sneezed and blew the studio apart. All right. Okay. We're playing a game. Yeah. And Jensen was asking a question, and then out of nowhere. Following the jump. Okay, start over. What? You can hear the violence. It, there, it was so aggressive. Yeah. It scared. Following the jump. <laughs> It scared poor Dave and Christine in the other room. And then they were like, you scared the city. Anyone that was in their car and heard it. So I want to take a moment and apologize, A, for that. And B, why don't I have a cute sneeze like Bean? I mean... (laughs) Sorry. The best. Can you change your sneeze? Bean, have you tried uh, you other mean, sneezes? You mean, can you change your sneeze to be like Bean's? Well, like, just oh, to make you, it cuter. You don't want that. No. Like, I've heard people sneeze like, a cute, <laughs> and it's super cute. It's annoying. Really? Yes, that kind of sneeze is annoying. What about this one? Following the jump. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> Sorry. My sneeze is murdered. The <laughs> that's not... Okay. Following <laughs> the jump. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. I think Following we, the jump. Okay. I think we we got it. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That's a Pomeranian sneezing. <laughs> Do it again. Can Allie change her sneeze to that? I'd That'd love be great. to. I'd love to. All right, you guys. Um, I've got some Prince Harry stories for yes. you. Yes. Prince Harry. Uh, All right. 
was at the YMCA in West London yesterday, and he showed off his ballet skills. But one, sorry, <laughs> one pint-sized ballerina teased him and said, "You wobbled," which is so cute when you hear it with a cute little British accent. Which oh, is, we should, can well, we hear? It, yeah, I bring Bean in. Oh, good. If you could do, you wobbled, Bean. Sure. You wobbled. <laughs> Spot on. I'm here. I'm not, here for any British not, accent translation. Now do it as a little kid. You wobbled. <laughs> a little British kid. <laughs> That's my Peppa Pig. Do it again. You wobbled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I gen- genuinely have no more to that story. I just did it. And highlighted you wobbled, so Bean would do it. However, that's a good good choice. (laughs) This is a real petting zoo. (laughs) (laughs) However, Bean did tell me about this story, which I thought, what are you? What's happening, Prince Harry? At that same location, he used his royal platform to blast Fortnite, which you know, if you're going to take on the world's arguably the world's most popular video game. Um, maybe don't. Yeah, why Why would you? Here's what he said. A game like Fortnite, for instance, may not be so good for children. Parents have got their hands up. They don't know what to do about it. It's like waiting for the damage to be done and kids turning up on your doorsteps and families being broken. That game shouldn't be allowed. Jeez. What, what is happening hell? in England and Fortnite? Did a Fortnite kill his parents? <laughs> why do you I have mean, that kind of anger towards anything? There is, there is. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.